Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. It's good to be back with you on this Friday. Yes. Highly anticipated Friday for many of you. I want to begin with the potential threat, which is high above us, high above this country right now. By now, I'm sure you've heard about this suspected Chinese spy balloon flying over the United States. A Pentagon spokesperson saying the United States government is tracking a high-altitude surveillance balloon that is over the continental United States right now. So they've been monitoring this balloon hovering over the U.S. for the past few days. We just found out about this. A few days. We found out, what, last night? Military and defense leaders have discussed shooting it out of the sky, according to two U.S. officials and a senior defense official. The Pentagon spokesperson, Brigadier General Pat Ryder, telling NBC News the United States government has detected and is tracking a high-altitude surveillance balloon that is over the continental United States. We continue to track and monitor it closely. Once the balloon was detected, the U.S. government acted immediately to protect against the collection of sensitive information. Hmm, I wonder how they're doing that. The balloon spotted over Billings, Montana on Wednesday. It flew over the Aleutian Islands, through Canada, and into Montana. It's still over the U.S. right now. But officials are not confirming where it is now. Yesterday, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin convened a meeting of senior military and defense leaders, including the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, and other combatant commanders. Austin was traveling in the Philippines at the time. So the question a lot of people are asking is, what's going on? The leaders have reviewed the threat profile of the Chinese stratospheric balloon and possible response options. Ultimately, they decided not to recommend taking it out kinetically, as in blowing it out of the sky. They're concerned about the risk to security and safety of people on the ground from a possible debris field. 
The options were presented to Joe Biden yesterday, actually presented on Wednesday. A senior administration official confirmed Biden had been briefed and received a strong recommendation that the balloon not be shot down. The senior administration official commenting here said instances of this activity have been observed over the past several years, including prior to this administration. We acted immediately to protect against the collection of sensitive information. Biden did not respond to a question from reporters about the balloon at the White House yesterday. The senior defense official said, currently we assess this balloon has limited additive value from an intelligence collection perspective over and above what the PRC can do through other means. Nevertheless, we're taking all necessary steps to protect against foreign intelligence collection of sensitive information. They've also told us this balloon doesn't pose a threat to civil aviation because of its altitude. It's way, way up there, as in 100,000 feet. The official said the U.S. military will continue to monitor this closely and keep the option of taking out the balloon on the table. So while they're saying we're not going to do that now, it's possible we may do that later. They're also adding there was a window while the balloon was over Montana on Wednesday when they could have taken it down. NORAD sent aircraft, including F-22 Raptors from Nellis Air Force Base, an airborne early warning aircraft known as AWACS, but the official would not say whether one of the options was to shoot the balloon out of the sky with a U.S. aircraft. Now, this is interesting. The U.S. military flights prompted a ground stop at the airport in Billings with air traffic controllers citing a special military mission. Now, they're saying they're confident this thing does indeed belong to China. And they've communicated to the Chinese government through multiple channels in D.C. and in Beijing. The official did not say whether the Chinese admitted the balloon was theirs. They've done this before. The difference this time, the balloon is staying over the U.S. longer than usual. Now, we're talking about an area, the stratosphere. It starts between 4 and 12 miles above the Earth's surface, extends around 31 miles. Chinese foreign ministry spokesman said that Beijing was assessing the situation. Speculation and hype were unhelpful, while facts are still being clarified. Come on, why don't you just come out and tell us it's ours? <laughs> this spokesperson from the foreign ministry saying China is a responsible country that always abides by international law and has no intention of infringing on any country's territory and airspace. <laughs> we hope both sides can handle this together calmly and carefully. Yeah. By the way, yesterday, the Pentagon announced it would bolster the U.S. military presence near Taiwan with plans to expand the number of U.S. military personnel in the Philippines. Announced during Austin's visit to Manila, the Enhanced Defense Cooperation Agreement 
designates four more bases where U.S. military personnel can now base in strategic areas of the country, adding to the five already authorized to house American troops. But Austin adding during a news conference yesterday, we're not seeking permanent basing in the Philippines. More specifically of concern to fill in what could this balloon be doing, Montana's Republican Senator Steve Daines sent a letter to the Department of Defense demanding answers on this balloon. Calling on the high-altitude Chinese balloon, calling this a concerning event, told Austin, the Defense Secretary, the fact this balloon was occupying Montana airspace creates significant concern that Maelstrom Air Force Base and the United States Intercontinental Ballistic Missile Fields are the targets of this intelligence-gathering mission. Hmm. Danes wrote that given the serious nature of the event, he's requesting a full security briefing from the administration on this situation. Saying it's vital to establish the flight path of this balloon, any compromised U.S. national security assets, and all telecom or IT infrastructure on the ground within the U.S. that this spy balloon was utilizing. So, let's hold our breath now and wait to hear this briefing from the White House, which I'm sure is not coming. Love to get your thoughts on what's going on here. What are the Chinese communists up to here? What are they doing? Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on the broadcast, talking about this Chinese balloon that is floating over the United States of America right now. (laughs) Very, very straightforward perspective on this from upstate Congressman Jeff Duncan. He says simply, just shoot it down, period. Pretty straightforward, don't you think? A lot of perspectives on this, on the phone lines, on the text line. Let's go first on the phone to Dean, who is joining us. Good morning, Dean. Welcome. Good morning. Um, the events at the 
high risk of sounding like a nut. What if this is a Trojan horse? The way to destroy America is um, to blow up uh, atomic bombs in the upper atmosphere and the electromagnetic waves knock out everything, our way of life. So let's say this thing is as big as it is. How about if it has 10 or 20 nuclear-armed hypersonic missiles in it? Bombs away, and in a matter of less than two minutes, we're done. I think we're in danger. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Now, you don't think this particular balloon has anything of the type on it right now, do you? I don't know, and I don't know if the Air Force military knows. But I go back to the Trojan horse. (laughs) So what if it has nothing in it? But they do it again sometime, and we get used to these things. See, this is what I've heard this morning, Dean. I've heard that they are able to make the assessment there's no direct danger from this thing today. But the question is, is this, no pun intended, a trial balloon? to yeah. see if they can just release something over here and we're not we won't stop it so uh all right let's send something over with emp capability and uh we found a vulnerability it it really yeah. raises some serious questions dean and i'm not quite sure that we're going to get very good answers about this i very much appreciate your call uh roger good morning welcome to the broadcast roger Hey there, I kind of follow what he was saying, that uh, this thing could contain uh, COVID viruses or other biologicals that they're releasing into the upper atmosphere that would float down on us, and God knows do what. There's any number of things you could possibly do if you have some sort of ill will or ill intent. Uh, What do you think we should do about this? I think we should shoot the darn thing down. Yeah, it, you know what I? What blows my mind is how up in the atmosphere. Yeah, how was like this? That, so how we was, should recover it and be able to analyze what exactly it did have in it. Part of my question is why in the world did we allow this thing to be here this long in the first place without some sort of response? That's, exactly. I've I've been wondering whether it floated over California. Was it released from some kind of a ship or submarine or something? I mean, we just don't have any idea of what's going on with this thing. I hope the government does. <laughs> Roger, I think you've summed up where so many people would be on this. You hope the government is aware. Uh, you have to wonder. Have to wonder. Vince, my question is, how did it get to Montana? Why didn't we see this before it made it to Montana? Well, my understanding is we did know it was there. It's kind of crazy. Another texter saying, I'm looking at the other side of it. Now we see that we can be invaded in that fashion. So now we know to be on alert for such a thing. Hmm. Vince Dean could be right. They need to shoot it down. Another person raises the question, why wasn't this balloon shot down over the ocean? Easy. Biden just keeps showing us how incompetent he is. How easy is it to enter our airspace and do whatever someone desires? Very, very good question. Why can't our military capture the balloon? 
Mm-hmm. How do you steer a balloon to ensure it gets into a position to allow intelligence gathering? Vince, the Chinese are definitely spying on us, just as we were spying on them. The problem is we start shooting down their spy balloons. They'll start shooting down our spy satellites and drones, and regardless of what is used, it's air spying, and there's nothing we can do about it. Hmm. Just a sampling of some of the items here. This one I thought was kind of humorous. Vince, all the Chinese are done doing with their balloon is looking at all the land they've purchased here in the United States. That's from the FedEx, man. <laughs> yeah, we want to get a look at what we've purchased here in the United States of America. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? Just gives you a really, really good feeling, doesn't it? About what these folks are possibly up to. What are your thoughts on this situation? I always welcome your input. It's very valuable as we uh, delve into so many things during the course of the broadcast. I want to give you a preview of some of what we're going to talk about today. We've got a lot of ground to cover. One of those items, this, as you know, is viewed as Black History Month. And I've got a couple of clips of audio we're going to share that are quite interesting on the subject of black history and some of the discussions that are taking place about how to teach history and perspective. And I've said this really from the beginning. I'm all for history. The question is, how do you present that history? I The word that really I heard this morning that I found to be very helpful is redemptive. I want history taught in a redemptive way. How do, how do children come out of this? Have they learned something? Is there something they can use for good purpose? Or have we just stirred people up? and motivated people to grievance. I'm not interested in that at all. We've already got way too much of that. But we'll talk about that a little bit later on as we go back into the archives to play some very interesting audio. I want to tell you as well about a discussion that will take place today about gas stoves. It's pretty interesting. The left is making fun of conservatives on this subject. And the reason they're making fun of conservatives, because they claim, you know, there's nothing that's in the works to ban gas stoves at all. Well, you're going to find out the truth. And more importantly, there's a bipartisan team that's come together to make sure that your gas stove is protected. We're going to talk about that. Also, a way to address the issue of Ukraine. How do we keep these continual efforts to, I guess, cause an uptake in our involvement in Ukraine? You know, how do we kind of monitor this and put a stop to this? Well, we're going to talk about that much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us.
And we've got new information. That's what happens on this broadcast about every day. We have new information from China on that balloon. Are you ready for this? An alleged spy balloon spotted over the U.S. is a Chinese civilian airship, which had deviated from its planned route. In a statement, China's foreign ministry said it was used for mainly meteorological purposes. Oh, isn't that wonderful? It's a weather balloon. And they've added they regret the unintended entry of the balloon into U.S. airspace. The object flew over Alaska's Aleutian Islands and through Canada before appearing over the city of Billings in Montana on Wednesday. As you know, Montana is home to some of the U.S. nuclear missile silos. Pure coincidence, I'm sure. Another developing story this morning, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has decided to postpone his visit to China after this whole spy balloon matter. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a weather balloon. Blinken did not want the balloon to dominate his meetings with Chinese officials. That's the word reported by ABC, citing an unnamed U.S. official. Bloomberg News also confirming that trip will be postponed again because of this whole balloon incident. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is going to postpone its visit to China. <laughs> Folks, this is all so laughable, isn't it? It's, if it were not so serious, it would be completely laughable. I want to turn to... Another very important international matter. This is a story Breitbart is reporting about an effort to control the spending that is flowing to Ukraine. My good friend, who I talked to yesterday briefly, Congressman Thomas Massey in Kentucky, said he and other conservatives are going to separate Ukraine funding from must-passed spending bills. These are bills... You know how they do this. Well, we've got to get this bill passed. And then they throw the Ukraine spending in there. Here's the very important line you need to know. But he said now things are going to change. Now the conservatives have more of a voice in the House Rules Committee. Massey said he believes he, along with Representatives Chip Roy and Ralph Norman, our own Ralph Norman, would likely move to separate controversial items like Ukraine aid from these must-pass bills. Here to comment on this very subject, our good friend joining us from uh, the upstate of South Carolina, Congressman Ralph Norman. Good morning. Welcome back to the broadcast, sir. Glad to be with you, Ben. I uh, take it that you are in full agreement with what's been communicated by your friend, Congressman Thomas Massey, that you guys are going to try to keep the spending for Ukraine under control in these must-pass bills. Absolutely, uh, Vince. I texted, I texted Thomas last night, and I told him on the House floor, you know, it's, it's a new day in Congress now, and it was unexpected that conservatives would be the, the, the rules committee is the most powerful committee i would argue probably other than ways and means and appropriations that there are in congress but every bill has to come through the rules committee and between thomas chip roy and myself we we are going to face this head on with the financial crisis this country's in 
and no no better way to start than the massive spending that's going on with Ukraine. So yes, I'm all in the in the fight, and we'll sit there day and night until we one have separate votes on these bills. And when it comes to Ukraine, we've already given them 113 billion dollars, Vince. And just to give your listeners kind of a, 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 a to, to show the amount of money that is, a thousand million dollars makes up one billion. We've given given them a hundred and thirteen billion, basically with no strings attached. And this administration has left eighty billion in Afghanistan. Uh, where was that? Where was those? Uh, why was that done? Why was that not sent to Ukraine? But anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to fight, and we're going to do what we can to stop the endless spending that's happened. You know, one of the things a lot of people would immediately look and raise the question as to whether you're uh, unconcerned about Ukraine and the potential threats that is posed by Russia. How would you respond to that? Well, you know, we went into the skiff, too, which is a you go underground in, Cong- in, in the Capitol, and, you know, I saw— uh, Zelensky show us the children that were being massacred. I saw the pregnant women that were being, you know, thrown in ditches dead. And yes, it moves you. But events, our country is in trouble. The military in our country is in trouble. You first take care of our country, and it's not being done. We couldn't fight an extended war if we had to. And you know, you've got to draw the line somewhere. We got we're thirty two trillion in debt. And this administration is it was late to the game with Ukraine anyway. And I would make the argument until there's an audit done of where the money's going, you stop it. And the other thing, we've got to have individual votes. The omnibus that was passed at you know, the dead of night, four thousand one hundred and fifty five pages long, that the senators voted for and put us in a uh, in handcuffs until September, and did not give the House, which controls the first strings, the chance to to deal with it. Uh, it's over with. We're going to vote on every bill. The American people are going to see where the money's going. And I, I get it with Ukraine, but you know, what about Taiwan coming up? You know, we're aiding and abetting the enemies with our energy. And this administration is is off the tracks when it comes to the direction this country is in. They're aiding Russia with the Nord Stream pipeline. Why did they do that? You know, and Biden's words mean nothing. But I get the plight. But before you help other people, we've got to get on a strong financial footing. And right now, America, the, the U.S. is not prepared to keep doing this. And we stop it at $113 billion until we know what we're doing and before we can get this country back on track financially i very quickly want to ask you because we only have about 30 seconds left i'm sure you've been following the events with this balloon now the chinese are saying it's a weather balloon uh what do we do about this situation how serious is it ralph norman i can tell you from sitting in congress china is our number one threat Look at the hypersonic missiles that they're uh, that they're testing. Look at their ships in the sea that's getting ready for a conflict and who knows where. And if we don't take it seriously, America will be at risk as we are right now. Should we shoot this thing down? You know, I'll leave that to the military generals, not to the not to the ones that Biden has, but to the Jack uh, Kensons of the world, to the ones that have been there and done it. Uh, he's got woke generals in charge of advising him, so not with them, but get outside help 
and then bear, leave it to us to bear down to hopefully the Biden administration will listen. I have no confidence in the military, that uh, the generals that Biden administration is putting into office. I fully understand why. Congressman Ralph Norman joining us. Thanks a lot for uh, joining us on the broadcast this morning. Stay with us. on the broadcast. Enjoy the conversation there with Congressman Ralph Norman. <laughs> this item on the text line, I mean, it's so it's so brutally on the money. It really is. You ready for this? Republicans, some of them in the House, are not smart people. Regardless of whether the bills are separated or not, there's an overwhelming majority of Republicans and Democrats that will support the bill to support the war effort, pretty much. Americans want to know about the Ukraine bioweapons labs. The Biden family's tied to why are there thousand employee biotech firms like Pfizer in Kiev? And this is one of my favorite texts that came in just a few minutes ago. Vince, why would the Chinese need a balloon when they have spies on the ground? Namely, Nancy Pelosi's staff. (laughs) I mean, I'm serious. You've got people who really are working in lockstep with the enemies of our country. This is not hyperbole for me. This is demonstrated by the behavior of so many people. I mean, oh, case in point, while we're there... Why don't we go to this now? One of the votes that was taken, and I, on one level, I can understand where somebody's raising the question, what's the real point? But there's a resolution in the House that would condemn the horrors of socialism, arguing it's a fraudulent resolution, is the argument from the Democrat side. <laughs> This is crazy, folks. A resolution condemning the horrors of socialism. This was introduced by Representative Maria Elvira Salazar. It's a declaration that the country founded on the belief in the sanctity of the individual to which the collectivistic system of socialism in all of its forms is fundamentally and necessarily opposed. The text of the resolution notes that many of the greatest crimes in history were committed by socialist ideologues like Vladimir Lenin, Joseph Stalin, and Hugo Chavez. Whereas socialist ideology necessitates a concentration of power that has time and time again collapsed into communist regimes, totalitarian rule, and brutal dictatorships. But as you might expect, 
there's some Democrats who had a real problem with this. Among them, the leader, yes, the new leader of the Democrat Party in the House, one Hakeem Jeffries. Here's what he had to say about this resolution. They bring to the floor of the House of Representatives today a resolution on socialism to condemn some dictators that we all condemn. But understand, the goal of this phony, fake, and fraudulent resolution is just to somehow provide cover for extreme MAGA Republicans to try to undermine an agenda that is designed to lift up the health, safety, and well-being of the American people. (laughs) Here's the bottom line. Let me translate that for you through all that gobbledygook crap that you've just heard from Hakeem Jeffries. Here's the point. The point is, these modern Democrats dominating the Democrat Party are socialists. They are Marxists. They are convinced that they're better than Vladimir Lenin or Joseph Stalin and Hugo Chavez. They're going to do it right. And they want to make sure you understand they're not like the people who have killed people. Oh, no. That would never happen under their regime. I want you to understand. They are determined to defend socialism. You know, it's pretty weird. Think of where this country has come from. We've gone from the McCarthy era and This is not a matter where I'm defending what happened during the McCarthy era at all in the search for communists. But isn't that ironic? We have gone from having a concern, a legitimate concern about communism, to now the point where we've got members of Congress who are, they're communists, they're socialists. And not ashamed at all about it. Now, they will try to tell you there's a difference between what they're doing and what the Soviet Union did, what Cuba did. But you need to understand, all of these these ideologies, they are regressive. And they may start off very peaceful. But just look at these countries. What happens over time? It goes down a road that ultimately ultimately degenerates and I don't for one moment doubt that it will end in death in the deaths of millions of people all-star closer Kenley Jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.